All right, lather up and shave your ass. You're the bait. I'm Eric M. Hunter. And I'm Ricky Glore. And I'm Nick Prince. And this is Real 90. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? You are one pathetic loser. (laughs) If you're going to spew, spew into this. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. What's your favorite scary movie? You can't handle the truth. So wow is all I'm going to say. Wow. Can you believe it? We've made it this far. We're back at it. We're, we've seen probably the greatest, or at least one of the top three best horror film writers slash directors of our time with John Carpenter's Vampires. Have you ever seen a vampire? Forget whatever you've seen in the movies. It's not like they're seducing everybody in sight with cheesy Euro trash accents, all right? They don't turn into bats. Crosses don't work. You want to kill one? You drive a wooden stake right through his heart. Of our time? Or of a time that existed before us when he had good movies. Well, it's 1998, so I feel like that's of our time. That's he the whole made, point he of made, this podcast, He made right? this one in our time. Yes, thank but you. But him being the best of our time, his best ended in oh, 85, 84. <laughs> no, because you still had Escape from New York. You had The Thing. I've never seen those movies. You've I've never, never seen both of those. Are Escape from New York and L.A. Or I have never. Are, I think the only wait, 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 no, no. Escape from New York is good. Escape from L.A. is garbage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Escape from L.A. and New York are both. Good. No, no, no. no yeah. just I don't know. Escape from... I don't know. The only thing I know about those movies is that whatever the opening scene is is the same opening scene of him being arrested. And walking through like some sort of police yeah. station, he's wearing the same outfit, even though it's been thirty years past or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's like cartoon character. Yeah, and it was that was like a oh look at look at this look at Snake Plissken. So wait, as much as much uh, as much analogy of Aliens and Twister that you threw down in the last episode, you've never seen one of arguably the best Alien movies, which is The Thing, Independence Day. Oh, I thought you were going to say Independence Day. <laughs> I have seen the thing. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. okay, okay. Yeah. No, I love the thing. Okay, that's, that's a good one. Uh, I weirdly had only seen that within the last like uh, seven years because I saw it on my bachelor trip. My brother had brought it, and I'd never seen it. And when it started, I was like, "Oh, this is Alien. I am bored. This is Alien in the Arctic." And then shit started kicking into gear, and I was like, "This is terrifying." And yes. I'm an adult. Yeah. No, it's um, that whole uh, everything that surrounds that film, and like where it came from and what it was because it was originally a short story or and then it was made uh by somebody else howard back hawks in the, i have no idea yeah and then, then from another planet yes and then it got remade by john carpenter yeah and then and it is one of his first tanks the movie did not do oh well. really i it didn't is, know that yeah it did well in retrospect so that's where we're at talking about like of our time and he has listed as the horror master i think even the movie poster yes. says this i think arguably and it's a big cult favorite but it didn't do well big trouble in little china is kind of the last of his notable movies and then if you look at his imdb it's uh, a little dicey it's subjective all right so directed no, by john it's Carpenter. not subjective because there are box offices <laughs> uh written by john uh stakely who wrote a f- book called vampire dollar sign 
Oh, wasn't it? It's a was literal it vampires with the dollar. The, with the there is no the dollar S sign. Yeah, it is a dollar sign. And this well, is based right. off of a script that existed before Carpenter. Yes, uh, by Jablonski or um, something. Jacoby. Jacoby. Don sorry. Jacoby. Don Jacoby. Um, Don Jacoby, starring Woof. Well, um, you know, let's put James let's put parentheses Woods. around all these starring credits. Yeah. All right, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> James Woods, Daniel Baldwin, Sherry Lee. Cheryl Lee. Cheryl Lee. Cheryl Lee. Lee. Yeah. From Twin Peaks fame, played Laura Palmer. Never seen it. I've heard great I, things. I haven't either. Yeah. I've heard great things. Oh, and you know, I'm blanking. David Lynch is not one of my favorite auteurs that people go crazy about. Right. Um, Blue Velvet, I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, Twin Peaks, obviously, didn't watch it when it was on. I appreciate it for what it was of a, a kind of a parody or satire of soap operas. But when I found out that the mystery is strewn through the first season of Twin Peaks was never supposed to be revealed. They were supposed to be doing like a murder mystery that their spin on it was, it was a soap opera that we're never going to reveal who the murderer is. Right. And they were like this, that's what, what makes this interesting. CBS at the time was like, the fuck you're not like this season needs to end with you revealing we who a killer is. money for advertising. Yeah, and it Please. was doing huge. It was the weirdest thing on TV. And so then they purposely, they're like, well, fuck it. You want a killer? We'll make one up, and we'll make it so ridiculous you'll wish that we hadn't. Right. Just so we can get past this and keep going keep going and doing what we were wanting to do. David Lynch is one of those writers slash directors with Nick. You and I had this conversation recently where it's just like there are whole sects of film I've never seen mm. simply because I just— Cronenberg was one of those as of— Cronenberg was of one of those recent, until yeah. recent. Yeah. yeah. And um, we were talking about like— um, Paul W.S. Anderson. Oh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson. Licorice Pizza, Boogie Nights, Punk Junk Club. Never seen any of those Magnolia. Movies. Never seen them. Boogie wow. Nights is the only one I've seen of those. Boogie Nights yeah. is phenomenal. I'm half and half on him. I think um, There Will Be Blood is another one that I like. But I like that yeah. movie. I've seen that. Yeah. I, but I feel like I have, for whatever reason, good or bad, there, there, are, just, um, there are just writers and directors that I just, I've ne- of films I've never seen. Not that I've never wanted to see them. But for whatever reason, in terms of life and things that were going on, like I never sat down and was like, "I'm going to watch this film." They're, well, like Kubrick's, like that for me. Like, there's, I don't, can't honestly think of any. God, the Full Shining Metal Jacket one, huh? Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, but that, I feel that again. That's one of those films we talked about. Well, where you it was just the like beginning. you just remember you the remember boot camp, the yeah, the boot camp, yeah. and that's it. But yeah. I, I, I think I saw that one once. I've never seen like uh, Lolita. Orange. Lolita. Uh, no, Eyes wide was, shut. Nope. I've no. read A Clockwork Orange. I've never seen the movie. Well, I would the say Shining. I did. Both of you Center are yeah. are summer blockbuster people for the most part. Uh, Top ten, like uh, Nick, you're a Spielberg person. Oh yeah, you're yeah. A, like yeah, he'll rub his and, and I've done that several Spielberg. times where yeah. I'm, I'll just go. Oh, I want to watch a film, so I'll just type in like 2008. Aliens. And then it'll just be whatever the top Google searches Give are. And I'll be like, all right, that's so those would normally be the top movies of that year or the top movies of that summer. Right. And I think you guys have more, as you've, uh, I don't know, maybe it was more in the t- late 20s when we still didn't have children. You guys dipped your toes into like the auteurs of directors of like Christopher Nolan and stuff. So but my, I feel like you maybe have dropped off. My from, argument uh, to that was I don't go out looking for movies, I let movies come to me. So, oh, hey there, movie. Well, that's so that's what I'm saying. So, like, if I see a trailer for something, 
And I was like, oh, that looks interesting. Mm. I will watch that. But I'm not going to be like, right, well, that's what, what I'm saying is like, year? I don't think you uh, are going. Was okay. that me? Were you in person? I was talking. That was no, exactly no, no, no. what I that do. Was, that was the conversation. <laughs> who are, like, who are the big, that's what I'm saying is you don't go back and go, who are the big auteurs that I should be watching that they may be celebrating in film school, like a David Lynch or a Cronenberg. Yeah. But I think in retrospect, like Eric definitely now, and a big part of this is because you're 31 movies in Halloween time. Mm is you watched a Cronenberg, I think, in that list. And then you were so like... So many Cronenberg. But then you were like, oh, this, I need to watch more so of Yeah, these. that was one of the times where I was just like, oh, this is a man after my own heart. Like, I, I, everything ab- about these films makes me titillated. So, but let's talk about your favorite vampires. <laughs> I feel like we purposely were like... <laughs> oh, we got 10 minutes left. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Oh, you're not kidding. Uh, Metacritic score. Nick, did you cheat this I time? I did not. No, I, I made oh, sure. Hey. There's not a cheater in the mists. There's not Should a I go cheater first? in the mists. You I'll go what? first. Let's. Let, we're gonna. So well, just oh, so sorry. you know, because you may have forgotten, but it's out of 100. No, I know it's okay. Yeah. Just making sure. 32. Ooh, that's low. Oh, so that's not right. Um, I'm, 55. No, no, 32 <laughs> is what you stay with. I'm gonna say 26. 42. Oh, the fuck it is. 42 on Metacritic. On Metacritic. I could see that being the Rotten Tomatoes. I win. Oh, I didn't even see that. I didn't look at my... Uh, I win, but the movie still loses. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> just to let you know, this is the third time that I've... The second time that I've watched this movie in three years, oh. and I didn't want to watch it three years ago for the other podcast I did. So I listened to... I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to that podcast for Son of a Toast Crunch to, Guest. Yeah, I was going to say, he's going to drop then, another podcast yeah. on the podcast. Well, because then you can listen to that because it's going to be a widely different uh, conversation because I listened to the first like 10 minutes of that one I was going to listen to that and then loosely watch the movie today on the treadmill. How do you loosely? Like, not loosely. It's like, on hardcore pay attention. Because I'm going to hear, sure. hear the big points in the other podcast <laughs> from Ricky of 2019. Jesus, what a shitty thing. I did just have my daughter when we recorded mm-hmm. that podcast. So that mm-hmm. was cool to hear. The other thing was the accolade that I do give the movie is like, wow, what a fun first 15 minutes. All right, so Ooh. let's. Oh no! And I say fun, and now having watched it, and I didn't listen to the whole episode. I was like, "Oh, listen to it to sidestep anything you might regurgitate again." But then when I started watching it, and I was like, "And Nick, you can give me the better term of this, even though I should know for being a filmmaker." Like, is it dissolve? Hmm. The amount of dissolves that this fades. movie has. Yeah, I feel like I it's thought fades, it fades, fades but it's like it. But it like goes it like. I thought it was dissolved. Fades out and then fades out. But it doesn't fade out all the way. Or fades to black. It, it and go, then... No, but it, it does goes into one... a... Yeah, it does it goes one, into this, but... another part of the scene, like almost like it's a montage. Oh, they do a lot of like... And we'll get to this, which is... It happens in that first fun 15, 15 minutes, minutes of the minutes, that's what I'm saying. Where it does like several cuts of the yeah. same scene. So it'll be like a close-up, a medium close-up, a wide shot, a close-up, a medium wide shot, a yeah. close-up. And we'll get to that. It's To show time passing, but not that much time has passed, especially when he's going back through the motel room. That's what, And that's yeah. what I feel like he's using. It's it's to make feel like a, a what, what, what should be a very short scene. Yes. He extends the hell out and of it. And then I looked and I was like, how long is this movie? Hour and 47 minutes? Look, John... I can cut 17 minutes for John, you here. John, I would love listen. to see how many cuts are compared to a normal, like, another hour and a half This hour. movie is cut together like a heavy metal music video. Yeah. Like it. Tons of. It's it's real. Beautiful cinematography. And not bad special effects. We have. Um, sure. Yeah. Oh, oh, a lot of really effects. good practical. Howard, yeah, Howard Berger, Greg Nicotero of, uh, I, I can't think of the the makeup department, but K, K&B, K&B. Um, Say it again. I, K&B. Yeah. But I, I like, will I will say like watching this, there was never once did I 
and I've watched it twice in the past week. So sorry. <laughs> so well, sorry. It's just how I do. Um, but watching any of the special effects, I never meant once looking at it going like, oh, that's oh, this fake looks like as shit. hell. This looks horrible. So, okay, let's get this. Let, let, let's just get it out. Let's talk about the first 15 minutes of the okay. film because I feel like amongst the three of us, mm-hmm. the first 15 minutes of this film is probably the best of the movie. Hands down, like it I is feel until like it, it, until it turns into, and this might be a reference that's lost in you both. Uh, MacGruber, the movie MacGruber. where they introduce in a satirical way his whole team, like, and this guy does this, and this, this guy is does my demolition, and then they guy. all blow up because they're insignificant to the movie. <laughs> that's what I feel like the beginning yes. of this movie yeah. was. Well, yeah, yeah, AI. or or the Suicide Squad, and I think that one tall Native American guy. Who he kind of gets on a shit about opening the door slowly. And, uh, Anthony, I think. I think, kind of and maybe I'm being racist. I think he's a character in the first uh, Suicide Squad, the David Ayer one. Oh, okay. Who again? They 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 bring and they introduce this team, a lot of interesting characters, and then they kill off like five of them real quick because they're insignificant. I think the movie did that without being cognizant of how funny it is to do that. It almost felt parody. Yeah, where yeah. we're supposed to be like, oh man. If this were a movie about firefighters, or what it's supposed to be is a movie about cowboys, this is his. It is western. a western. Yeah, yeah, it's his western that he wanted to create. The reason he made it that we he see, wanted to make a western horror flick. We basically see a bunch of ranchers, mavericks, or what's the term for when they were bounty bounty hunters? Yeah, bounty hunters. A bunch of bounty hunters that are like close knit and man that we've been through some scrapes together. <laughs> oh shit, they all got slaughtered. Now we're on our own. So that was another thing too, because. Later in the movie, they're like, you need a new team. And I'm like, our last team just got slaughtered. You want us to just go find, just to go out and find a new team? Oh, another movie. Deadpool 2. Never seen it. Deadpool 2 starts off with him recruiting a team that immediately gets Gets decimated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? And again, it's like John Carpenter didn't see how, and I know the budget was cut from, I think, 60 million to 20 million in the amount of like a month of the movie getting made. So I could see the necessary reasons for a lot of cutbacks or story out of necessity for doing what they did. But like rewatching it this time, I didn't understand the, and I know this is going to sound like nitpicky bullshit of like, you need to have suspension of disbelief. Also known as a Ricky Glore pulling a Ricky Glore. But you guys didn't question the arrow that pulls the people out of the house. And it's like, so that means that James Woods, character, Jack Crow had a toe line on every to, one of his, his arrows no, he, that he was dragging he, through that house in different rooms. All right, so, again, so start at the front. Let's start, start at the beginning. beginning. James Woods is awful. Jack is, Crow. James Woods is a terrible leading Miscast. Role. Oh, yeah. Terrible leading But you've role. seen Videodrome, where he's supposed to be a sleazy, weird guy. And it works. Perfect. I think he's that. he's a great character actor that's that small bit role he's the like in uh but not, the one movie that i could really just uh, was contact he plays like a politician he's the oh, sleazebag yeah. politician that yep. is against everything that jodie foster wants to do yep. and you know he's against science he's all about like winning that next election style vibe from him once upon a time in america where robert de niro is the star he is that pop of flavor almost like yeah. a joe pesci a little bit of james woods goes, goes a, long a long way, way. but yeah. the not whole film school james after, woods but... Yeah, <laughs> family guy. Family guy. So we meet him at the so beginning. So this is he's awful. Their he, tac- their tactical gear, everyone like the pads and stuff. I was oh, like, oh, that's great. And the neck protectors. CIA. I was like, what a cool idea yeah. for t- attacking vampires. So you don't get bit. You don't show a lot of skin. He's wearing the tightest jeans 
with an open leather jacket. You wouldn't wear an open leather jacket to I get mean, grabbed on. I mean, the jeans on. are fine. I'm okay with the jeans. He Just... looks like a dork who's <laughs> dressing up like the Fonz. It's bad. Like, yeah. throughout this entire film, the in- I'm thinking, like, who was this movie, who was this role supposed to go to? Clint Eastwood was offered this role. Oh, are you kidding How me? How amazing. I mean, there's no fucking way he would it have ever done aw- it. It would have been awful in a good way. But you can look at the list of people who were offered it, and you're like, oh, that would have been good. Alec Baldwin offered oh, that's right, yeah. the role, and then, and then was like, my brother could play it. And so they gave him Montoya. Montoya. Was yeah. he Hispanic? No, that's just his <laughs> Tony Montoya. Name. Tony Montoya. Um, so you're um, Native American. Is Anthony. A- his is name he, was Anthony. Yeah. yeah. He's um he's just a stunt double for uh, the most part. Yeah. Damn. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, he did was stunts he in, in Suicide Venom, Squad? Predator 2, not in Suicide Squad. Oh, I'm racist. Uh Ant-Man. He was a uh, I get it, Eric. I'm racist. Just throwing that out there just so everybody knows. Thank you for showing knows. everyone how racist I am. Um, but you do notice like in the one scene that we get to is so we they they pull up to the nest, this abandoned farmhouse. Uh and then the whole team comes piling out. Jack Crow played uh, James James Woods character gives that motivational speech. Yep. Which he goes over the which I always wanted to find out more the about rules? all these rules. The rules. Oh, rule I number have five. So many. You find the nest. Like, you find the master. Is rule this number five. This seemed like a book thing. And we learn two right. other rules throughout the film. Probably. And the other rules are rule number one: if your partner is bitten by a vampire, never ever let him live. Okay, I got that one. And rule number 10, can't kill a master at night. Yeah, and I believe those are the only three rules, rule number 1, 5, and 10. And rule 69, if in doubt, pull out. I've never heard that. I've no. never... I never pulled out. I've never... I mean, I've got two kids now. But so. the scene that they get to, so they all come out, he gives that motivational speech, and then what you were talking about, the several cuts, so they see the front door, wide <laughs> shot of all... all so many I cuts. forget how many there are, like eight of them, yeah, nine of them. Yeah, a lot of them, yeah. They're all, they're all staring the down the door... And then the horrible guitar music, which I guess John Carpenter wrote Score by John and Carpenter. scores okay. the film. It's it has it has a purpose, but it gets overused. I think and... the cinematography is great. I think the editing is garbage. Yes, because we yes. see we see the ex, we see the um, the wide shot of the nest of the house. Yeah, and then they show James Woods looking with binoculars. Yes, and then they show. The exact same wide shot of the house, without but the now with the binocular vignette over it. Over it. <laughs> and I was like, you showed us the exact same yeah. thing. That's called editing magic. Yes. Yeah. That's what that's it's called. called so, so when they get to this part where, and I just wrote it down because I thought it, it bugged me so many times. And my wife watched it. She, she, oh, I was what like, did hey, she think? Well, hold on. She, she, she only got about that first fun 15 minutes and so then she was so out. But I told her, I was just like, please just watch this one ridiculous scene. But so just so everybody knows. Nick's wife watching a movie in general is completely unheard of. Well, uh, to and it's to prev- written by Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, yeah. Her watching a film that that I also want to watch. Oh, uh, that's which, what it is. Yeah, that's, that's hard copy. to say. With you this, to quit, I wanted to watch. You need Vampire. to quit calling some of these films. Okay, well, movies, <laughs> movies. just call them movies. Yeah. But anyway, that scene where they so it took it was I figured they had to travel about twenty feet. From where they were, <laughs> up under the porch. From the car. Okay. It takes them 30 seconds of film time. God, did you really and do And it this? was 14 cuts. He watched Holy it twice. Shit. I oh. just want to... So it was a medium shot, a wide shot. From the porch looking at them, a medium shot. Front door, wide shot, medium shot, wide shot, medium shot of Crow's weapon. And then I gave up trying to catch up. <laughs> I love it. So it was just a continuous... Dun, 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 That's and then so that funny. Bow, bow, so this soundtrack yeah. is the perfect rockabilly like it's yeah. so unassuming it's 
nonchalant. There's nothing special about it. Knowing John Carpenter's themes, I feel like a, a, a fairly well. It just it just breeds John Carpenter. Like it's that boring, yeah, like, <laughs> repetitive, yes. repetitive, repetitive. But it yeah. moves like it, it's constantly it had, um, like trudging along. I feel like it was supposed to have some uh, some Catholic like some religious sounding songs to it or something like right. that. Yeah, especially later on. But you know what it ended up sounding like a lot to me, and I'm sure it was unintentional was phantasm there was almost times later on when they get more into the the religious uh nature of the movie and the the reason why valak is doing what he's doing there were times i was hearing the uh dun 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 and i was like oh motherfucker this means something he's since stealing phantasm oh yeah the first 15 minutes of this film is really good you have made the mention of like, oh, so his when he shoots his bow and arrow or whatever it is. It's, it's really a- good as much as it is of like, this is interesting. I'm, I'm on with a you ride. where you're going. This yeah. is a yeah. roller coaster. And I'm on a ride right now and I'm very entertained. The fact that they're pulling these vampires out and like dragging them through the house and into the sunlight. I fucking love that. I have And I'm never like, Daniel seen... Baldwin, did you guys all draw straws to who gets to be the lucky motherfucker that sits yeah, outside? Yeah, sitting out there with oh, Padre. Yeah. And... <laughs> so I've got, I have an answer to that. I think him and Jack Crow are kind of gay together would love it okay so what Jack you Crow just has definitely gay undertones well he makes so many dick jokes he's sexist and he's overly yeah. like machismo and homophobic mm-hmm. so it makes you feel like okay in the leather daddy with the gloves yeah. i mean i know I'm it's all supposed in. to be tactical i'm all in i would i would totally buy that especially by the end of it and they're like bickering uh oh like we talked about helen hunt and bill paxton in the last movie they have a little bit of that uh Bogey Bacall, like Hathorne Hepper and Spencer Tracy, like bickering of like a couple. Yes. Nature about them of like se- saying quips, like, what's wrong? And he's like, oh, nothing you'd want to hear about. Like, wah, 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 wah. yeah. Um, Don't slap my ass. Who? Don't you do it? There, I mean, we'll get to the lines later uh, that are questionable. All of them. But All of them are questionable. That's what I thought was interesting, was at least in the first 15 minutes, was it almost felt like it was done for humor purposes. And John Carpenter is not a stranger for things being funny, especially uh, subversive leading men of like Kurt Russell's character in Big Trouble Little China, where he's doing an impression or an imitation of a John Wayne character. And it turns out the lead character in Big Trouble Little China, Jack Burton, isn't the lead. He's actually the sidekick and he's actually an idiot. So I when I saw this again, I was like, oh, I know how this ends. But someone seeing it for the first time, I was like, okay, is James Woods supposed to be a little laughable? And we're going to find out that he's not as big of a badass as he's like, he's someone wearing a badass costume. And we're going to find out that he's kind of a pussy. And like, maybe he has to I mean, I got that on the first team. viewing. I, I, I was just like, I don't feel like this would be the guy that's leading this gang. I'm so sorry so that I, you so have I to could... refer to it as the first viewing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. so like, right. So you got that too of like, okay. There's going to be something more of when he doesn't have his team. He's going to be like, game over, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, I can totally believe that that Daniel Baldwin, he could take the lead in this film, I think, better than James Wood. His character. His character. Yeah. As an actor, because Daniel Baldwin can either get pissed off and yell really loud or whisper, like, oh, Baldwin's doing the hell get down here. Yeah. So there's, there's, uh, 
There's very... Uh, oh, you'll get to uh, that. How, how he, it had to be so in his contract how he had to cauterize twice. twice. Uh, yeah, we'll get talking about yeah. that later. But, um, no, so I felt like that whole thing of like pulling them out of the house, watching them burst into flames, I loved all of that shit. Mm-hmm. And the reason I liked it so much is because I've seen so many vampire films are like, okay, here's the rules. Yeah. You know, a stake through the heart. They can't come out in sunlight and blah, blah, blah. And this movie does this too, where it's like, oh, everything you thought you knew about vampires back from the 1800s is wrong. You know, garlic doesn't give a fuck. The crucifix doesn't give a shit. It's all about the sunlight. And as I'm watching this film, and we, I, I've seen a thousand vampire films and pretty much all of them do this except for maybe a couple where it's like, here are the rules that have been established by years of whatever. Years of Bram Stoker's Dracula and the gothic portrayals of vampires in movies of Dracula, which this movie references, which obviously interview with a vampire that came out like five years earlier. He's like, they don't wear English garb and speak in these European accents. Fine. and, And he uses a derogatory like, I think he calls them fags. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's not the only time. But so, but we're also, you have to recognize we're in the 90s. This is the, the subversion. This is the time of that era. Of, of that era of, so Dust Till Dawn in 96. The Attitude Era. Blade 98, this 98. Yep. And so we're in the renaissance of vampire movies coming up again. And they're doing that Tarantino-esque thing of now we're going to have dialogue where the character is accustomed to knowing the quote-unquote rules of vampires via media and movies or film or television. Right. And he's going to say, nah, 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 it ain't like that. So that was my problem because it was like, that's exactly what he does. I mean, we're jumping way ahead, but when he's explaining the rules to the new priest, because lo and behold, the old priest dies, so does everybody else. (laughs) Everybody's dead. They're not adding anything to the genre. Like, they're not adding anything to the lore. It's, we're taking these five rules that you think you know, and we're shooting three of them. So yeah. now it's really only But he the makes two. it sound like ridiculous. Look, <laughs> you think garlic? Uh, you want to walk in there with <laughs> garlic around your but, neck? Okay, but also, let's keep in mind that for the first half an hour leading up before that, they use bullets like crazy yes. to do fucking nothing. Well, I, I do like this about these vampires is that, yeah, the bullets... It kind of just they use that to just knock them down so they can get on get on them the, and either the, go, the so, goons so Jack yeah the goons the non masters oh. the masters don't they don't give two shits so, about the bullets but so is goons a racial term for vampires? I feel like it is yes you have masters <laughs> and, you've and then you goons? have goons Ugh. but but Oof. yeah they they shoot the they shoot them to hell just to knock them down and then they so Jack Crow can reload his crossbow because that seems to be the only way you. They're killing them. They do it's take the stakes because yeah. even stakes to the heart are don't seem to be lethal. Doing anything just right. slows them down, except for the horrible one where like, but again, where, where James Wood had his like chewing you, the scenery up. With, die, motherfucker! Die, die! And he's stabbing him like twenty times. Did you see a toe line any of the times? So that here's how I think. Got dragged out. Here's how I think it worked. He hooks up the first time, and then. But we don't see it. As we don't an see that. Yes, yeah. yes. So he's clearly we have well, to assume. Well, he we is through that no, first saying, through that first part of the house. He dragged. does have a tow line on him as he's walking through the first time. But when they reload, then what happens? Because you can see a cable on him. Does he run out there grab the cable? <laughs> but again, a great visual cool idea. Like not a practical. Very great. Not and the way that they burn one time, the way that they flare 
is very cool. Yes. And obviously this is a motif that they're going to be like, oh, we're going to use it here and then we're going to try to use it later and it's going to mess up. So we got to think on our toes and blah, sure. blah, blah. But like the way they flare up looks great. The practicality always, of like, that. burst flames out of their arms for like. That's why I say like almost yeah, like a road like their back, back, like the shoulder like, blades. I did. I did love that. That was one of the coolest things of the film was and when the- they burst into flames. I was like, they just didn't do the whole like, like, like stop motion where they just like turn black and crinkle and then like there's no, they were a like, skeleton we're blow with, with, yeah and then <laughs> to lines. jump ahead the delineation between a goon and a master was oh, red, red bigger flames. explosion well in a red flame because uh, the goons yeah. just had regular flame oh really and the masters had a red tint and to usually it. they the yeah. masters exploded especially yeah. spoiler alert when when they get killed after the, the, the black cross dies? thing. Everybody Valak? dies. Everybody Valak? Valak. Valak, yeah. Valak. Oh, Valak, really? He Valak explodes. Does the, Valak does the um, uh, the producer, Jerry Silver, or Joel, Joel Silver of Lethal Weapon, where you see a building explode and you see it from three different angles yeah. over, over and over again. Yeah. Over I've seen that over. Yeah. recently. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that movie recently. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... So, to go back to the rules, though, like, it's... Like they're taking what what is considered the rules and like just saying like oh the three of these doesn't make any sense it's only these two that make sense how dare you like how silly of you to think that you could walk in this place wearing garlic because of some story that you read and as I'm sitting here and watching this movie I'm like oh so you're doing nothing to add to the mythos I think back to Twilight and I was just like as as much shit as Twilight gets they at least tried to do something different like she tried to. Like, oh, well, we don't want them in the sunlight, not because they're going to explode, but 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 they are going Weakens to them. Well, it shimmers them and it you points, see who they are. Exactly. Yeah. You know, exactly. You know, and it's it's as much. And I don't I'm sure you guys got this, too. That got a lot of shit. And I was just like, oh, they're going to shimmer in this in the sunlight. How silly is that? And I'm like, yeah, it's silly, but it's something new. I forget there was some. I, I don't know do if it was the American Horror new? Story that it was. But the vampires, if they Hotel. got in this. Well, there was well, there's the most recent one, where the oh yeah yeah yeah. I think if the if they get in the sunlight, they weaken. They they're still they don't burst into flames. They just become it, well, sure, sick almost yeah. like they just. It's almost reverse Superman. Yeah. Where Superman like lives crypt- off yeah, yeah, yeah the sun. Yeah, yeah yeah. But I mean, you're you're working it like you're you're trying to build onto something that already exists is more interesting for a newer age. Or like a newer crowd, because we all know those rules. I mean, that those rules have been around for a fucking a millennia almost at this point. So I, I feel like to to pick at, I feel like the story is okay. Like the story is fine. I think the story hurts itself in some areas like that, where they spend uh, an exuberant amount of time being like, oh, you think it's just this and it's this, this, and this. And like, well, we weren't that far off. It sounds so like that was the like- other thing. Like the twist at the end is just like, oh, I wasn't expecting it because I wasn't expecting anything yeah like it I seems was just cut and dry yeah like i was just expecting a just kind of like but a you legit knew, action film you knew there was something because of how many times he said why did he know my name yes yeah and that you say a lot you say a bunch of times i don't think he said it that many times like i feel like that was something that was kind of i would say three he says to Daniel Baldwin, "Why did he knew my name? Why did he know my name?" Then he says it in front of the the, the cardinal, the, the cardinal, cardinal that ends yeah, up being the, the traitor, and then he says <gasps> it in front of the the new priest, the the young life youth pastor looking long haired cool father priest. Gutier. Yeah, and he love says it to him. him, and he's not French at all. Love him, no French accent. Father I just Gutier. love how he was such a pussy in the beginning, 
And he's just like, oh, no, And no, he is no. a fanboy push, push, of push. this group of guys. Oh, my gosh. Which is fun and interesting. Because yeah. he's he's like, I read all your stuff. Yeah. And he does a 180, and he's like, give me a gun. I'm going to kill all these motherfuckers. Yeah. I love that. And that when he's in the elevator at the end, like, that's it's cool for him to step up. But so we were talking about like oh Jesus you're talking we're about the, talk about a convoluted trap bleh. the elevator is it's, a convoluted yeah. trap it's just as convoluted as how well it's another one of those it's like his crossbow yep. it works one time yeah. and then <laughs> and it's great to get out one master but the the time they spend and they lose sunlight that was my question too why don't they start these fucking attacks at like when the sun rises. At like seven o'clock well, in the that, morning, that last it one, seems like they're starting it always at like yeah. five fifteen in the afternoon. We're running out of time, guys. But again, uh, throw throw story all aside because I think it is fine. I think the editing, the execution, and the acting are such misses. And I know Carpenter wanted to quit directing around this time, and then the script came across his table, and he's like, "Oh, this would be fun." And then while working on it, he had fun. Because he made a deal with uh, James Woods is notoriously uh, hard to deal, hard to work with, and so him and Woods made a deal: the first take you do what's scripted, the second and third take you improvise and do whatever you want. Because mm-hmm. then he's like, as long as I have the safety take, I could sure. always go back to Cut that back if you need it. to. That makes but sense. he's like, but he's like James Woods was such a pleasure to work with, and his improvise his improvisations were amazing. Is no. the mahogany wood and oak and like all that so, dumb and the homophobia and like <laughs> so much the sexism? Homophobia. Yeah, so much sexism. There, I felt super bad for Cheryl Lee. For yeah, uh, yeah who played uh, K- uh, Katina? K- Katrina, 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 Katrina. Um, Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Katrina. Like because when they first get to, so after the first fifteen minutes, I know we're back into this, but we're after the first fifteen minutes of this film. It oh, goes. I still think this falls in the first 15 minutes. Oh, so they go back the to the hotel. motel. Yeah. Sun, yeah. Sun God Motel. Yeah, Sun, that's, God motel. yeah Sun God was pretty good. Um, they go back to the hotel. The sheriff of the town yeah. is paying for all the prostitutes so I get a, and alcohol. Well, I feel like he hired them out. He, he's he's had this issue with these vampires. He's. It sounds like it. what I got was is that the sheriff hired these vampire killers. Sure. Like kind of under Before, the table. Didn't want to yeah. let anybody know about it. Brought him in. They did their job. Their reward for the week. He's been like trying to get all the liquor and hookers for these guys. What a weird thing. But then thing. James, he's complaining, and then Jack Crow's like, "Well, you got your little package, didn't you?" And I don't know what the package cocaine. is. Was it the? It's cocaine. Well, could it also have been like the skulls from all the vampires? Like this was the job we did. I think like, it's money. You think? But why is he? Wouldn't he? Why is the he sheriff paying the be sheriff? paying the guys and to keep it quiet? I think. So I think it's church. I think it's church funded. Church oh, it's funded? definitely church funded. The whole oh, no, church I, funded? I know it no. is, but I'm yes. I'm saying I know it is. But I'm, saying I'm saying state. This is tax later, dollars. So later, when um, James Woods and the young priest are in that new church, where we find out that that priest was accosted and uh, grabbed by Valak is because he is a theologian scholar, hmm. a historical theologian. The cop is very quick to want to work with him. Because there is that weird respect of authority and old and religion. Sure. That I think the church, I think, is is funding and paying local law enforcement. I think it goes hand in hand when James Woods is, or no, when uh, Daniel Baldwin is like, vampires have existed forever, but they, they stay in small packs. They keep from being known by the real world. Sure, that's why nobody knows that they exist. And so I think little things again, like that is pain. Again, that's another great like little thing. Like I I really enjoyed that. I think I think the beginning with the cop, 
doing all of that is more of an interesting story that they don't go into of like using local law enforcement. There's a superhero, either a comic or a show that I can't think of. Borrow is like another interesting idea of that of like, look, we need you or the A-team is kind of that. Like we need you mercenaries to go do this thing. But after you're done and after whatever, like we wipe our hands of you. We don't support you. Right. But we need you. We don't like suicide squads situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting if we could have seen a couple instances of that. But again, I felt like this movie had a budget that was like, you get one of these. And then, and I know they do a throwaway line later. I've never seen a vampire, his cocaine nails. So much. so much to kill. Malik is great oh with his hands. God. Other than the bite. kills are amazing, like the slicing through the head, but not for the, vampires. Uh, I mean, have a blade, have a sword, then. Well, or do something new with with the the ideology of what a vampire can do. Like, he's just not feeding at all, right? But he's all powerful. Like he's above. He's a he's a demigod. Like he has the he has the strength of ten men. Bitch, gotta eat. I don't. I mean, he, I mean, uh, if that's how you they call it out later in line that, that, that James fine. James Woods is like, or one of them is like, he didn't even feed on any of them, right? And it's like, then why? Well, is maybe he, he's why is old this a vampire? vampire again. Rules that I would love to heard had the rules been. He's cutting told off me. I mean, he's he could, off it heads could be that right. that they're not even these people just came in and destroyed his whole nest, right? So maybe he's. It's an insult to them. Like there's. They're not even worth me feeding on. They're they're so they're just complete garbage. I felt the they kills, came in and killed all my goons. I felt the kills in this film were fantastic. Like, I, like, I yes. loved all of his. I like the new idea. The heads and I don't like when James Wood says that they don't sleep in coffins side by side. But I do like when they show it twice that the masters obviously don't sleep with their nest. They bury themselves outside, yeah. far enough away so they they are not attacked if they're nested. Right. Like I thought that was cool. It's Boba Fett, but like his, but his look. Some of the things they do as far as like the quote unquote new spins, I felt like I saw a lot in the nineties. Well, with so like that's another Dracula thing too. Ni- Dracula was it two thousand? The Wes Craven uh, yeah, produced movie. That, yeah, that was another. So again, there's nothing really new with this movie. Like there's this movie is he was a priest that was. That was convoluted, and I didn't understand. At least Dracula 2000, it turned out he was Judas. The spoiler. Yes. Yeah, this movie, it's he's a priest who came across some sort of... Who, Valak? Yeah, yeah, some habitual... So in the 1300s, he was a priest, and he turned against the church, so... But for right. heresy, they, they, some they... sort of magic that le- allowed him to... If he was sacrificed at a Nick's as looking a through way. his notes. No, 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 no. No, he didn't find it. The, the church charged him for heresy and they sure. they brought him back so when they when they brought him back why did originally they, why we, did they charge him for heresy because he turned against the church he, why? he got all the other people to turn against have the, you been they to a church i don't believe they actually lately? went into it it's awful that's what they I'm just saying. went it's against like, he I, went against the teachings of the church so back in those days and even now really if you go against the church you're going to be shunned and i would sure. have liked to have known what right made it would have been great know, like what yeah. why did so anyway they caught him and the first story from Father Guteau was that he was just caught, burned at the stake. No and, big deal. Yeah, big, yeah, whatever. And then people said, oh, we started to see him walk at night. They looked for his grave, and he was not in it. Right. So he was the vampire. Yep. Then it turns out that the church actually tried to do an exorcism on him. An in, screwed in, up. Inverse exorcism. And in, it became an yeah, in, sure. inverted or inverse exorcism, and it actually put a spirit into the 
a dead body, and so and then that's when James was like, "Oh, it's a vampire." So we're not gonna have time to explain <laughs> yeah. that because that's fucking that's fucking mockers. But as it comes towards the end, it's just the whole point is Valak needs to find that black cross, right? Which we'll get to, and then could complete the ceremony. Yeah, this to become a daywalker. The whole thing with um them and like traveling and then. The, oh god it's, it was so hard to watch them treat katrina because they're literally walking on the side of the road because the car broke down why is oh, she hold naked? on back why up she back naked? up a second so the car doesn't break down baldwin's driving the car and all of a sudden in the middle of the road he doesn't see a car with a trailer and they just wreck sure. and i'm like a why McGuff- do they have to wreck a mcguffin it's a mcguffin it's yeah, a mcguffin yeah. well, i was like why do they over. have to wreck so they tumble off the off the side of the road it's they bad right hey john uh welcome to columbia pictures look we're here yeah. at page 30 and you don't have an action beat that's uh, exactly you have what we're gonna put in <laughs> going to monterey yeah. going to the hotel that i think is in no country for old men yeah and um we need them to either wreck the truck and steal a car or i don't know something can you can you add something and I, here? so when this scene happens this is the rest of the movie to me the scene this, of the wrecking yeah, yeah. this is a the, uh, the rest of the movie is character who should know better does the thing that they shouldn't do yep. now there's opposition we have to deal with the opposition okay we're done with the opposition oh no character did something they were not supposed to do now we have other opposition and this is i feel like this is double down with when you have katrina who gets bitten and i'm fine i like the idea that she's like um mentally connected yeah, telepathic, like which, I, which I, I guess isn't a two-way street. She can only see what what he, he sees, but when he can. But Daniel Baldwin her. said he'll be able to eventually see what she sees, and then he'll find us. That never happens. So I feel like it's only when he allows it. Like it's when I want you to see what I'm doing. But he should never allow. Oh it. my god. Have you watched this movie? There's so many things. That I watched are, it twice. There's so many things that don't make any sense. But okay, so again, I don't know if he says that line. Plot. Does he? I don't believe he. No, but the idea of that so she many can don't see... make sense. No, I know, yeah. but the fact that she can see what he's seeing and it doesn't go the other way. But it, he's. But Daniel Baldwin says it does. That is his reason for let's kill her and then I'll help you bury the bodies. Because James Woods is like, yeah, but it'd be great because when they link up, sure. we'll be able to see where she is. And he's like, yeah, and she, he'll be able to see where she is and find us. Right. Valet uses his coke nails to kill everyone else. Sure. But then he gives Katrina a cunnilingus vampire bite. Yes. Why? Because Out of all of the fucking so people. Again, her- awesome visual of him crucifix style up on the ceiling when he attacks her. That was where he fed, by the way, too. So he didn't need to feed anymore. Uh, so, I'm just saying, per. But why turn her and no one else and do all of that? I don't know about that. But per interview for the vampire, the the major artery is in the neck and in the thigh. Okay. So if a vampire is looking for maximum volume when it comes to biting somebody, it's either in the neck or the thigh. He went for the thigh to hide it. Probably he's a gentleman. For I think he's a gentleman because it's the nineties. But, but he also turns her, so it's almost like he had he, a premonition of being like she'll mean something. So later. that's another thing too it, that I kind it, of enjoyed about this movie is that people just don't turn. They're in the hours. process of turning. Again, that seemed like a story contrivance that worked for her and for Daniel Baldwin and nobody else. Yes, you are correct. That's exactly what it was. That's what I'm. I question- like the idea, though. That's what I'm questioning is like, why ostensibly, like 1998, 13 year old versions of us or whatever, we watch this movie. This should be fun. Well, you were a virgin. <laughs> 
like what keeps this movie from, the math, from being the math. from being fun like is it all these little things that we're mentioning so that's the other thing this movie is not fun Nothing about this movie is fun, other than the first 15 minutes. I would not have been PC or woke to evolve the sexism or the homophobia jabs. I would have, I would have felt bad with the way they treat Katrina the entire time. There's a so there's a. But scene. like, I grew up in James Bond movies, like, and he always oh, treat the women I like shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's unfortunate. So maybe you're just numb to it. No, so there's a scene. Do it. So there's another line that I wrote down that I was going to open the episode with, and I was just like, ah, oh, there's got to be a better one. So there's a scene there. Well, there's quite a few scenes where Katrina and Daniel Baldwin are together because Mr. Montoya. Hey, hey, hey. Jack Crow. Keep the door open just a little bit and then immediately falls asleep on the chair. Yeah. So she can. So no, Jack Crow is off doing his own thing. So like Daniel Baldwin is like watching her. So she gets bitten. He takes her back to a hotel. He completely strips her naked. Because and he wanted to clean her. It was quote, a favor. Un, quote, unquote. You're welcome. her clothes. Yeah. Super awkward. I mean, I'm not going to say seeing boobs and butt in a movie is bad. It was kind of awkward to see the situation that she was it in. It was another one of those, instead of an action beat, they're just like, we need a nude scene yes. beat here. So 100%. Have her down. Can the we reason- put clothes back on her and then the next scene? No, no, no. Just put some sheets on her. Do you remember yep. the, the hotel scene where they had all those whores? And like yeah, the they just two, started stripping. There wasn't nudity, yep. and then and the there guy was a wide a shot lamp through the window. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and there was the wide <laughs> sh- like we have, we need to have some destruction. There was a wide shot of the sh- of the horrors walk. I was gonna call them strippers, but I think they are hookers. Yeah, so uh, some walking by sex workers, and like you hadn't seen any nudity, and then you saw two whores that like didn't have sex lines workers. before. Hewers, the hewers, who just like walk by it in frame and just like lower their tube tops. <laughs> And There's a lot like, of it. Why? Where it's like, yeah, it reminds no. me of the movie Road Trip when, like, he's telling the story and he's just like, "So there's two chick, totally again, naked, totally naked, again, again totally naked." Again, there <laughs> are really happened. There are humor beats in this movie yeah. that I think, if they were played for humor, would have been amazing. But because they keep on trying to make a James Woods a superhero, yeah, it doesn't desperately. work. You desperately, yeah. yeah. The, the her whole character arc like bothered me because there's so many times where they're just like dumping exposition of like and it happens I think I wrote down like three times back to back where it's like no here's what's really going on blah 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 give me five minutes to explain to you exactly what's going on cut to a different scene oh no let me tell you exactly what's going on here's another five minutes of exposition when Daniel Baldwin's uh, listening to her asking questions like anybody could do doesn't sure. take an expert it's not like he's doing any like psychology on her when he's like what are you seeing what are you seeing and James was like ask her man ask her ask he's like do you want to trade places with me yeah it's, it's bad like, he's not it's doing bad. anything he doesn't have a gift yeah it's not like a second sight but even also with that when when she bites him before turning they don't ever explain anything with the saliva. They do call it a virus, which is very like in to be like, all right, let's correlate this with HIV. This is something different. With yeah, HIV. Another vampire fact, you yeah. need to eat or the virus will sure. take hold quicker. Okay, Just they mention. You know. And then I'm like, all right, she bites him without fangs. And like, when were you bitten? Two days ago. Well, she didn't have fangs and she wasn't turned. So does that matter? Four days before I mean, this return. vampire is like a snake. And that's we got how they four days the until this return policy I don't know. Is it up. saliva? Oh, I, you just, I kind of get that it's the saliva. Then. Again, it goes back to what I said previously, which is like, 
you take these facts, these five facts of vampires, you destroy three of them, and then you bring nothing to the forefront to add to the idea of what a vampire yeah, is. Yeah, because then it would just been a simple line that you write in that is like, did she... Could have been anything. And then you introduce new rules of that she's not going to turn in 48 hours, but then you have her bite somebody within the 48-hour time span, and she doesn't have fangs, and it's like, okay, but now she's turned? Right. No, it's that whole thing of like, and I wrote this line down, because when she's in... When she's in the hotel with Danny Baldwin, she tries to commit suicide. She tries to jump out the window. Maybe. Well, he says she tried to commit suicide. I think that bitch is trying to escape. So here, here's the line, because I wrote it down, because I was like, oh, this could be the opening line. And I was like, I can't do this. Because um, he beats, he basically beats the shit out of her. And then James Woods him. comes in, and he was like, what the fuck's going on? And he says, I had to hit her. She was trying to kill herself. What? Yeah, You're telling me I that somebody it. who has suicidal thoughts you're just gonna beat the shit out of them can, instead? Can well, you redo about it? Can you redo that line as Tommy Wiseau from the room? Uh I've never seen that. Oh my film. god. So I can say I had to hit her. I had to hit her. She's trying She's to, trying to kill herself. <laughs> oh hi Mark. Oh hi Mark. Hi Mark. Is that what it is? Is yes, it Oh hi Mark? Oh okay. hi Mark. I All right, did not so, hit her. We get to the end, and it's a very... <laughs> whoa, 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 damn. Okay, we're out we of time. We get to the end. All right, we get to the end. It's a very... It's a very... Well, I mean, but again, so they were told to go out to get a group. They didn't. Yeah. Um, it's just the three of them. Which it's... the big thing, which we learned that the Vatican is funding all of this. Yes. The Vatican wants you to go to Montoya, which... And they know or not exactly. Montoya, sorry, Monterey. <laughs> Another cool plot point. There is a European team that is led by a counterpart. Yeah. Yeah. They just, we find out Jack they Crow. die. They were all decimated. Yep. And that's and how so we there learn there must about be a Valor. coup. Yeah. There's got to be a thing going on. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know, 70% of this film, there's them talking about the same things over and over again until they get to this location. And then suddenly it's all new information to them because James Wood never talked about, they never talked about this other team that I know of until they got there. Right. Which they, team? The, uh, the European team? The European team. They never really talked about the Black Cross until maybe the last 20 minutes of the movie that he that's what he it, was looking he for. He mentions it in the van that when uh, the young priest is talking to James Woods, he's like, I don't know. When I was a kid, he's like, uh, when I was being raised by the church, they used to mention this black cross. They used rumors and stuff. And then later, right. the young priest Nothing's like, concrete. The, you were yeah, right about Jack that Crow black shows cross. him the map. And he's yeah. like, what's it look like to you? And he's like, they're searching for something. Yeah, and that was the other thing, too. The theory oh, of my this gosh. That was the other thing that was just like, show me more of this. Because James Woods... Jack Crow has this has this um it's like you're in a um a, like uh fucking one of those the fantasy star games it's like would you like to ask this person in town more questions about this yeah or would you like to ask him to show or me more of like this on, yeah yeah or would you like to so, go on like show me more of this there's a scene when he's talking to the new priest I forget his name again I'm sorry Guto Guto you father Guto father Guto young life where he's looking at the map and he's like no it's moving in a, a like in a spherical circular. a circular yeah. yeah like a spiral yeah where like it, it looks like they're looking for something I was like fuck that's that's fascinating like show me more of that and yeah, no, we don't get any more of that budget can't show you a map uh, I mean how out. expensive they was, show us one map but. how expensive was James Woods that's what I want to know well the movie uh, was budgeted for that. 20 million yeah he got 10 <laughs> No, <laughs> I think he got a hot one. Okay. No, he got more than that, didn't James he? James Woods, I bet 98? He got more. No. 
I mean, I with mean, the other people, he's hard, he's hard to work with. <clears throat> he's a pariah in no, Hollywood. No, not John, John Carpenter, Carpenter said he was fantastic. Yeah, to work not with. John he has a reputation of being hard to work with before sure. working with him. I don't so understand he, the final ceremony. The final ceremony. So he has to finish the ceremony for Valak to become a daywalker. The ceremony wasn't right. finished. What's but what? What? The ceremony, the ceremony that, that they killed did, him, but they need right. James Woods. They need a crusader. Blood? He's oh, the crusader. That's another thing. Where did that term come from? All of a sudden, I guess because him? he kills vampires, he is a crusader. Oh fuck! But he has no like, and let. I feel like you, in order to do that, like the Vatican would have had to like christen him somehow to be like your, or he would have had to because he's something. just like a self-proclaimed crusader, or he would have a he would have he had has to it done on his business something. Cards. Yeah, he's got a, yeah, he's got business cards <laughs> it's right next to organ it's donor on his driver's it's license. A the card is a is a stake. Yeah, a wooden stake. <laughs> no, he would have had to do something that a crusader would have done. 300 years ago? I mean, maybe ago? it's like a loyalty Medieval card times. and he killed like his 100th vampire. It's a subway So now card. he is a crusader? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> It's a fucking subway card. Well, and also, <laughs> we are punching numbers, people. That, I want that free sub. And it looks like a cross every Holy time. It yeah. looks like crucifix yeah, every time they punch. It's a crucifix. But it's upside down. It's upside <laughs> yeah. down. But Valak wow. is understanding that he is the Crusader, so that's why James Woods, I guess, is saved in the beginning hotel. What a terrible raid. movie. Is Do you because... think he planned that far ahead? Do no. you think Father bullshit. Alba was... Because he... Bullshit. Because he... That's why... Or Cardinal Alba. That's whatever. why the Cardinal says, stay with him when he's talking to the young priest. To good priest. yeah. Yes. It's to basically to protect him and keep him to the end game. I would have loved if you go back to the scene where he's like, stay with him, and he nods his head, and when he opens the door, Jack Crow's standing right there. It's like, hey... Because he like opens that. the door and backs oh, hey. up and <laughs> kind of looks. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll do that. You looking I'll for me, that. dipshit? So Baldwin, Daniel Baldwin is legit bit by Cheryl Lee. Correct. Katrina. Who has fangs now and is completely turned and under oh, the, the, hive, turned? the hive mentality because now she's evil. She doesn't have her own personality of of any sort. I'll give her seeing. 90% vampire, 10% human. Okay. She is coming towards the congregation of vampires. Yes. Of just like, yes, let's fucking do this. Yes. And then she bites Daniel Baldwin before that. Which, so right now, during that scene, Daniel Baldwin has probably the worst acting. He is just sitting there. Oh, I'm sorry. She thro- shows the fangs, screams, and he's just calmly driving the car. Have you seen then- this movie? He is fucking terrible. I know, but he couldn't film. even just scream like, "Oh, what the fuck!" No, that was the that it's was the, the cauterizing both cauterizing scenes too. Oh, yeah. After he's shooting off, the gun, after he shoots off the gun, off, I was like, "What is he doing?" And then he, I was like, "Oh, he's cauterizing uh, again." All right, one word answers. You guys ready? No. Do you think you could take James Woods or an, a vampire in a fight? James Woods. Nick, that was two words, you idiot. Woods. He said one Woods. word answer. Hmm. Day or night. Night Woods. You, do you hear how quick I answered that question? He's I mean, the difficult also, one now. I also have. Yeah. Oh no, Nick is the difficult one. Just now. Have you Just met now. Nicholas? He's always the difficult one. Nicholas Benjamin. I gave you Prince. my answer. Woods. Woods. I think I could take a vampire in this movie. Like if it's not a leader, it's a goon. All of the vampires in this film, other than the vampire, are they're weak. They're they're kind of boring. They're slow. Again, the reason why the first initial team dies is only because the leader comes. 
Mm-hmm. It's not because of the the rest of the hive. But they would have gotten decimated when they would have just gone against all the masters at the end. Ah, you true. You found the fallacy of this awful film. The one fallacy. Okay, so we're down to recommendations. And if you don't recommend the film, I ask that you recommend a film you do enjoy. Ricky Glore, do you uh, recommend this movie? I do not, and I hate that I had to watch this movie twice in three years. <laughs> Um, and I paid for it this time, and I may have paid for it last time. Gross. Three ninety nine on iTunes. I think you always pay for it. I should have bought the movie by now. Um, I recommend a movie that that I feel like they're besmirching on purpose, which is Interview with a Vampire, Mm. Um, where he's like, oh, they wear those floral dresses and blah, 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 and they're... I'm like, watch that one. That is so much more of an interesting movie. Nick, do you recommend this film? Uh, I do not recommend this film. Um... The one that uh, I recommend, which I bl- came out the following year, or around the same Blade. Blade. Uh, if you're going yeah, to stay in the year. vampire, because I love his origin story. Uh, I love that he is a daywalker because he it was mixes his, it up too. Like it it's a really interesting way that he yeah. came about. His pregnant mother was bitten by a vampire. That's where his vengeance for vampires is. Yeah. So yeah, he's a daywalker. He can kill vampires. So believe it or not, I also do not recommend this movie. Say what? This movie is bad from start to finish. Um, James Wood is an awful protagonist. He's a terrible leading man. That's Daniel Baldwin brings nothing to the table. But do you blame him or do you blame the casting of him? Casting. I blame him. I feel H- like as who? an actor, James Woods. Oh, John Carpenter. James Wood wanted to be a good actor in this movie. He would have taken direction and it maybe yeah, there Carpenter were, just didn't give it to him. There was plenty of times when I was like listening, especially in that first like portion, the first half hour or whatever. I was just I was like, I don't feel like the actors listen. And then re- I feel like everybody's just waiting for the ending of somebody else's it's line. It's waiting. Yeah, they're waiting and for their I'm turn. And then I'm going to say my line. Yeah, it's, And they're not like playing off each other. And it could just be that it's horrible writing. Good. It's an interesting story. It could be. It, I think it's a sure. okay story. It's just bad writing and just bad casting. Yeah. I don't recommend this movie. Um, you mentioned it earlier, Dracula 2000. I think is a much better film. I haven't seen it in a while. I need to watch that one. But it's I enjoy very much It's much better. It. Yeah. All right. Is it your turn? It is. It's not mine. Spin the wheel. It is the Asian uh, horror film Audition, which came out in 1999. I didn't know this movie came out in the 90s. I didn't either. Weird. So just start rubbing your nipples because next time we're watching Audition on Real 90, I'm Eric M. Hunter. And I'm Ricky Glore. And I'm Nick Prince. Good night. 